Happy New Month, everyone. Welcome to the fifth month of the year. Five stands for grace. May the grace of God that surpasses all human understanding be yours. Grace is unmerited favor. So the favor you do not merit, those things that you think are beyond you, that can never get to you, today and in this month, God is giving them to you. Know that the nations being locked down does not mean that your life will be locked down. But God is starting something new in your life and is going to surprise you all the way. Rest in his love. Know that new things, new days bring newness of life. And that every month, according to God's word, has its fruit. So the fruit of this month will come to you by free course unhindered and there shall be no loss in the name of Jesus Christ you are welcome to solace it comes up on the station anchor.fm daily my name is Ifai Jize how have you been how's life been with you do you trust that God loves you do you know that he cares for you more than you care for yourself do you know that he's ready to do anything for you We've been talking about the little foxes that destroy the vine. That the little things that we do that we might not think are important, but are destroying our lives and making it impossible for us to manifest the glory, the beauty, the honor, the dignity that God has created for us. Today we're talking about malice. I know many people will think that it's not important, you know, but malice has a way of destroying you because the root of malice is bitterness and where there is bitterness, all you get is bile. Imagine, I'm sure many of us know what is called bitter leaf. I don't know the botanical name, but in Nigeria here, we call it bitter leaf, and um, the Yorubas call it Ewuru, uh, Igbos call it Onumu. Um, it's bitter, it's a bitter leaf, and for you to even use it to cook, you have to wash it, wash off some of the bitterness so that you can use it, but it's still bitter. So. Imagine how your life will be if you are bitter. One thing is bitterness of a heart helps the heart to excrete, uh, secrete things that would destroy your body. You know, it brings about sickness and diseases. Most times we don't know. We don't know that it affects us that way. And then it brings malice. Yes, somebody might have hurt you. Somebody might have, uh, have conspired against you. You know, and it, they might have made jest of you. Like the Bible tells us that we should not sit in some more. He said you should not sit with a scornful. You should not sit with those that are insultive that will see someone walking on the way and 
they will abuse the person's head, the person's legs, the way the person walks. They will abuse everything about the person. Meanwhile, they are not even as good as that person. But because the person is quiet, because the person does not dance to their tune, they will so insult the person. Some people are bullies. All they do is bully everyone around them. And some husbands are like that. They bully their wives into submission. You see, all that brings bitterness. All that, when you treat someone wrongly, it builds bitterness. And when it does, it destroys things. You know, most times we don't really um, understand why things don't work for us the way they should. When there is malice in the home, with the root cause as bitterness, you find out that the home is not progressing. I know many people will be wondering why I'm focused on the home. Because the home is the smallest unit of the nation, is the smallest unit of the, the church, is the smallest unit of any community. Every one of us came from a family. And it is the way the family is, that is what creates the community and the nation we have. So when you complain about the leaders we have, you complain about those in the house of uh, upper uh, house of say, the Senate and in the House of Representatives or House of Assembly in the states, or in the presidency or executive or in the judiciary, or in the banking sector or in any other industries, when you complain about the way they do things. What are we teaching them? What are they getting from us? They came from somewhere. So if they are not treating people right, that means that in the family, they didn't learn to do the right thing. They didn't learn to do the right thing. Like, people just go ahead and all they think about, the first thing they think about is to victimize the person next to them that they think is not as good as they are and not in the position that they hold. So why can't they oppress the person? Some people are just bullies. That is their nature. That is what they grew up to meet. That is the only way they know they can assert themselves. That's the only way they can show that they are important. And when you do it to someone, if the person does not have the strength or the power or the grace of, you know, the, the understanding, the person will turn into bitterness, then from there it will become malice, and then it will bring to anger, from then it can don't turn to, you know, assassination and all that. So you see all these things, they destroy you, and funny enough, we have a lot of that in the church. Because the truth is that the Bible says that judgment will start from the church. It didn't say judgment will start from outside. He says it will start from the church. It will start from the top, from the apostles, from the bishops, the pastors, then to the congregation. But judgment will start from the church. So I'm concerned about the body. You know, I was studying about the body and I realized that there is a way it works. If your heart is functioning properly, it will pump your blood 
and it will go through the veins and the arteries and all that and it will, you know everything will be moving fine your kidney your liver everything will be functioning you'll be able to pass waste out easily you eat you swallow you do everything your organs are working perfectly but the moment one of them is not functioning well the whole body is sick so when you hear people talk about the church or the body of Christ, you think it's because of everyone in the church. No, it's just a few bad eggs. Some of them are not even, they are so um, holy, in quotes. They try to do everything outside, outwardly good, but inside they are decaying. Outside they are religious, but inside they are decaying. They are full of bitterness, full of anger, full of hatred, full of, you know, vengeance. They want to avenge, fight their battles themselves. Meanwhile, the battle, Bible tells us that vengeance is mine. That's God's own. That's God's own. I will repay. He said, if your enemy asks you for water, give him to drink. That means if somebody that has hurt you badly comes to you for help, give that person the help. He said if you do that, you are putting hot coals of fire on that person's head. Is it possible for somebody to carry coals of fire on the head and still be comfortable? No, it's not possible. So if you are keeping malice, of what good is it to you? All you do is get yourself sick. You see, as Christians, the Bible says if you break the hedge, the serpent will bite. But you see, there's something the devil does. If he knows that it cannot be broken from outside, he will make you break it from inside. That means those character traits that you have that are contrary to God's will, to God's law, to God's instructions, those are the character traits that he will use against you. And when he uses against you, you will destroy everything you've ever worked for. So make sure that you are not having bitterness or malice in you. It's not that. He said you should not sit with those that are scornful. That means if you have a friend that all he does is insult people, berate them, you know, talk down on people, it's better you separate. And people say you should build a highway for that person. Separate. It's not that you, you are keeping malice. No, you're just saving your soul. And there are some friends that you have. It's better you have an enemy than having that kind of a friend. If you have someone like that that has betrayed your trust, it's better you stay away from the person. Forgive the person. You're not keeping malice with that person. If there's any information you need to pass on to the person, if you need to talk to the person for any reason, you go ahead and talk to the person. But you are not having a relationship, a closeness, where you have to be talking to the person every time the way you used to. No. Because if you know that your play 
and that person's play is not, you know, is not connecting. It's better for your safety because the person can dig a ditch for you to fall into it. And the worst is when your friend takes a pit for you. You won't know. You will fall into it. You, in, you might even get killed because you trusted that friend. So today, I need you to check yourself. Are you bitter about the way you've been treated? Or the way you've been talked to by your spouse? Or by your father, your mother, whilst you're growing up, your caregiver when you're growing up, right now where you're working, in your relationship, in your extended family? Are you bitter against anyone? Today, start with asking God for forgiveness. And then forgive that person for what that person did. Because the bottom line of that thing is unforgiveness. So you have to forgive that person. And then after you have forgiven that person, you forgive yourself for that. And ask God to fill your heart with love. The Bible says, Oh, no man, nothing but love. So love everyone, whether those that have treated you badly. Because Jesus Christ said this. He said, love everyone. Even the people that sold him out. Imagine, you sold him out for how many pieces of silver? 30 pieces of silver. The money that you take and spend. And after spending it, that's the end. You sold him off for that. You know, there are things that when you pick up the Bible and you read, you'll be shocked at what is there. We also need to pray prayer. Father, every action I take, let my heart be right for you. Let my heart be right. Everything I do for somebody else, for you, towards your church, towards your children, towards anyone. Let it, my heart be right. And let me know when you are the one behind any issue. When it's the devil, let me know. When it's you, let me know. Because many of us have made mistakes and it's because God was testing us and we failed that test because of pride, bitterness, malice and some other little foxes that spoil the vine. So today I ask that you give your life to Christ. If you're born again and you've missed it, I'm calling you today to take this confession. Mean it with all your heart. Say after me, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Forgive me my sins. Wash me with the precious blood of the Lamb. Lord, today I believe in my heart that you came to this world to die for my sins. And I confess with my mouth that you rose again for my justification. Today I am born again. All things have passed away and all things have become new. Father, by your grace, I will serve you to the end. I will not miss it, Lord. I will walk with you all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Congratulations. You're welcome to the family of God. And this is the best decision you've ever taken because in this fifth month of the year, God will surprise you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So today's activity is that you will sit down and check. Are you bitter in your heart against anyone? Are you holding anyone in your heart because of the pain the person had caused you? And that brought about bitterness and malice. Today, I want you to let go. Go on your knees and ask God for forgiveness. Lord, forgive me for this bitterness that I've held on in my heart. And Lord, give me the grace to forgive this person, to forgive the person sincerely, and then settle the score. You don't have to talk to the person. The important thing is settle it in your heart. Settle it. Settle it. The moment you settle it, you'll find out that you have unusual peace inside your heart. The kind of peace that you've never had in a long while. And then God will trouble that person because if you are fighting for yourself, God will fold his hands and be looking. He will not do anything. But the moment you let go and let God, I tell you, he will fight the battle. He will stand up and rise for your sake. And when he does, you will know that he's the one fighting. And you might even go on your knees and beg for mercy on that person's behalf. You don't have to talk to the person, but settle with God. Because in this equation, you are the most important person. It is your relationship with God that counts. So that's the activity for today. You have been listening to Solis. It comes up on the station, anchor.fm daily. My name is Ifain Chize. And um, on Facebook, you get me on www.facebook.com forward slash Solis and me. And then on um my telephone number is plus two three four nine oh eight two four six three two eight two plus two three four nine oh eight two four six three two eight two and then on Instagram it is Solis and me on um, Twitter is Solis and me. Thank you for listening. God bless you, God keep you, God cause his face to shine upon you. God show you his mercy and give you something to shout about in this season. God bless you richly. Amen. Thank you.